today, the latest in Canada, including police on horseback trampling Freedom Convoy protesters. Uh, also the latest on Russia and Ukraine. That is a tense situation that is developing quickly. But we've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Monday. Happy President's Day. Uh, I am Sarah Gonzalez, and I am joined by uh, two men with hats, one of them a cowboy, one of them a baseball cap, but uh, Chad Prather, of course, America's favorite cowboy, future governor of Texas. I have to give it to you, Sarah. The fact that you keep that sign over your shoulder like that is <laughs> impressive. I mean, that is truth in, story, in, in news telling. Chad Prather is for Texas. Yeah, it's true. Bold move. Good looking sign. This is not fake news at all. Uh, it, also joined by Eric July, Blaze TV contributor. Eric July, also host of For Cannon's Sake. Um, so I want to get into what's going on in Canada, but you mentioned, Chad, this sign, this lovely sign that I have behind me, and uh, I would just like to uh, discuss for a moment. I hear that you are in Facebook jail. Um, hmm. What? How many days before the election so, that you are involved so in? So we're technically seven and a half days till election day. Mm -hmm. It'll be Tuesday, March first. That is the primary election. Early elections, early voting. I'm sorry, started on the 14th, so right. last Monday, we, right. a week ago. Uh, and so I just got put this morning in a seven-day Facebook jail suspension um, over nothing, over nothing. And, what, and we're going to expose it on through Texas Scorecard and various others. Okay. I, I've given the, the post that I'm suspended for. It's dumb. Uh, it says nothing. It's typical in my style. Mm -hmm. You know, I look, we joke, I mean, I'm very tongue-in-cheek about a lot of things, but this really pisses me off because this is election interference. Yeah. This is nothing. I mean, I've said far worse things that should, you know, but this is election interference. The fact that we are the number two subsidizer of Facebook in the nation, the state of Texas, through Greg Abbott's administration, we give, him, give them $165 million a year to do business in Texas, and yet Still no law has been passed as far as, and there's numerous routes we could do as a state to make sure that these big tech platforms are stay in line and can stop this censorship nonsense. Uh, carriage laws, accommodation laws, listen, there, there's all of these various things that can be enforced here. And this is, this is right here. I've worked my tail off for 18 months to be a legitimate contender in this, yeah. in this yes, race. Uh, you know, put 52,000 miles on my personal pickup truck over the last year. We've done a lot. And for Facebook to step in and shut this down seven days before Election Day, there's, some heads are going to roll on this. Well, hey, it looks like uh, Greg's subsidies paid off to Facebook. Apparently so. Apparently just, pay to play, baby. Yeah, you just call him up and say, hey, I need a favor. This Chad Prather guy you know, is here's really the thing. People say, people say my yeah, I'm sure Abbott's worried about you, yuck, yuck, in a cowboy hat. Let me tell you something. If I only pull 5% in this election, the 5% he doesn't get. Mm -hmm. And he may need that because if he gets below 50 percent, he's in a runoff with a serious contender. Yeah. And I tell you what, I'm getting a lot of response. There's a lot of people showing up in the polls. They're crawling out of their bunkers and out from under their rocks. They're coming to vote for the first time in their lives, first time in a primary and forever. And sometimes, you know, some people hadn't voted in years. They're dusting off the voter registration cards. So yeah. people are serious in Texas right now. Greg Abbott is scared. Trust me. There are no grassroots conservatives out there that like Greg Abbott. He's a big government shill. He's the flip side of the same coin that has the face of Robert O'Rourke on the other side. 
Uh, you know who else I think everybody doesn't like is Justin Trudeau. I thought you were going to say Eric July. <laughs> no, I'm going to say that. Plenty of people don't like me. Uh, I wouldn't be incorrect. No, be incorrect that was me trying Justin to segue. Trudeau, Justin Trudeau is a wart on the world's ass. He, you know... That could not be farther from the truth. Uh, so there's, of course, there's all these developments over the weekend. They're just, they're dipping farther and farther into complete tyranny over in uh, Canada. But so let me first play the Ottawa police chief who uh, explained in a press conference over the weekend that, you know, after they pushed these protesters out, are they, is everything fine? Are they going to let everything lie? And the police chief is like, yeah, no, we're actually going to actively pursue you and uh, basically seek to ruin your life. Watch. The protesters at this point, uh, you know, uh, retreat and go home. Uh, are they going to be getting sort of repercussions down the road? Or are you going to be sort of actively pursuing the people that you've been sort of documenting and filming who are still out there protesting? What are your plans after this, uh, after the protest is over? So thank you, it's a great question. And the simple answer is yes. If you are involved in this protest, we will actively look to identify you and follow up with financial sanctions and criminal charges. Absolutely. We, we, this investigation will go on for months to come. It has many, many different streams, both from a federal uh, financial level, from a provincial licensing level, from a criminal code level, from a municipal breach of court order, breach of court injunction level. It will be a complicated and time consuming um, investigation that will go on for a period of time. You have my commitment that that investigation will continue and we will hold people accountable for taking our streets over. Uh, so it wasn't just that. There were also plenty of videos circulating showing the Ottawa police, uh, specifically the police on horseback as well, uh, just making their way through protesters, starting to trample them. And I would just like to draw attention to the fact that um, these people are, I would not say violent. I would not say they are burning down buildings. Uh, I would not say that they are looting. I would say that they are, it's about as peaceful a protest as you can get, of course, until the police actually get involved and trample people. Watch. Come on through. What is happening here? Wow. What is this lady doing? Trampling. They just trampled that lady. They just fully trampled that lady. They just fully trampled that lady. There's the lady. There's the lady that was trampled. Yeah, the lady got fully trampled with a horse. With their trucks, if that is indeed their, their livelihood, I think we're seeing and another arrest there. Yeah, I was just screaming. Yeah, they take him between two cars so that they can see yes, him. And want to bring to our viewers' attention that we we're watching After they already have him, right of course. Now of what is happening in Ottawa, and it appears that there is Beating another him. arrest. Uh, you know, as Rosemary also mentioned, we're watching officers, law enforcement, start moving in, and everyone else just looking around, waiting, not doing anything. Uh, it is, this is, it's not just happening in Canada either. I mean, we're seeing these videos uh, pop up from all over different parts of the world, these police states where, you know, I'm just saying, guys, I want to be very clear because I think that there were some people who <coughs> took me the wrong way uh, when I tweeted about this this morning. 
I absolutely back the blue. I don't think that you can back the blue in earnest if you are not willing to acknowledge and call out the bad ones so that the system can stay good. Now, I have a feeling I have someone at the table oh, who yeah, say the system is not good. Oh, yeah, y'all want to put the anti-police stuff. Put that on me. Don't put it on Sarah. <laughs> I have a feeling I'd be willing I'd be willing to guess that he would say the system is not actually good and the entire thing is corrupt and we should burn it down. I'm almost to that point, especially when I hear people defending uh, other cops' behavior and saying, well, listen, it's not the problem. The, the cop is not the problem. The problem are the policies. Gee, that sounds a whole lot like just following freaking orders. And didn't work in uh, didn't work in Germany. Uh, right, so, uh, we didn't allow that. I mean, how can you be a supporter of the police and be willing to turn your eye when things like this happen? And you're just like, well, they shouldn't have been out there. Should have complied. Should have listened. Go, Chad. I'm <laughs> yeah, you warm up. Yeah. Uh, Eric's trying to decide how he can get past like all of the cursing. Thirty years ago, so he doesn't ago, get kicked off. I was I was 21, 20, 21 years ago, twenty one years old when I started making an observation about in America. There's two two jobs that should be harder to get, but when you get them, they should be more specialized, and that you should probably be compensated more. One is an educator, and one is a law enforcement officer. Mm. Because the whole system that I believe public school is built on, as well as the law enforcement system, I think it's built on a wrong foundation. It's a faulty foundation. And this is, we're starting to see the outcropping of what both of those things have whenever they get off course and that foundation starts to crack. So you see stuff like this. There's a couple of things, observations here. I, I, too, am going to support people who want to serve and protect their communities. Yeah. Whether you wear a badge or not, you might be in a neighborhood watch. I don't know. If you want to protect and serve your community, my neighbor, I, I'm going to honor my neighbor who, who wants to protect me, too. Right? You know, oh, my gosh, Kayla, I can't believe you're knocking down. That's election interference. She knocked the, <laughs> she knocked the campaign oh, sign no. down. Oh, no. But I, I'm, oh. you know, but, but when you have... <laughs> Taking your authority to the point of abuse, we can't support that. So as a conservative, I'm going to speak out for those who can't speak out for themselves. Right. I'm going to speak out against abuse. I'm going to speak out against fascism. I'm going to speak out against uh, taking authority to a level that it's never intended to go. Okay. There's no world leaders, no Western world leaders that are condemning Justin Trudeau. Uh, Justin Trudeau is a perfect example of what happens when you give power to a weak man. And then when that power trickles down to the people that are under his authority, there's very much confusion in the ranks in terms of how you. So what they're doing, there's a brainwashing technique, uh, technique going, tactic that's going on. Stu's on my show tonight. Stu was talking about this, made a great point. He said, you know, these people out here, they're, they're doing a protest. But you know what? We see it on the news and we go, yeah, go get them. But the people sitting in traffic are going, right. these dudes need to go home. Yeah. So they tell you know, law enforcement things, hey, we're serving the will of the majority of the people who are pissed off at the truckers because they're a nuisance to our society. Because a bigger picture is not what's being portrayed. It's, it's, the, it's the, you know, the inconveniences that the protest is causing. And so there's another angle to look at that. These guys, they think they're doing a good job because the brainwashing tactics mm -hmm. there. They don't understand mm -hmm. that the same fascistic tendency will bite them in the rear end as well. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like uh, uh, it comes around. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's inconvenient that you have to sit in traffic. But I would I would argue it's probably a little bit more inconvenient to have uh, the state be able to forcibly inject you with something in order for you to be able to survive and feed your family. 
seems a little inconvenient to me, uh, maybe more so than traffic. Eric, I, I'm, I'm right, a little man. nervous to right, so just, yeah, just go ahead. Everybody should be because I'm about <laughs> to piss a lot of people off that probably watch the show. So what I've noticed <laughs> about Canadians, conservatives, uh, I use that in quotes because I think they're far further left yes. than the American conservative, but they like to think of themselves as, as conservative. However, they do say have a very similar approach to law enforcement and military, much like our conservatives generally, like run-of-the-mill kind of conservatives have in this country. So I remember when we were, I was in this chair, if I'm not mistaken, when we talked to Benjamin Dicton. I know if you know if you saw me kind of go like that mm -hmm. when he had mentioned, well, we don't want to get like uh, in this sort of conflict with law enforcement officers because we have all these friends that are law enforcement officers, family members and all that. We don't want to put them in an uncomfortable position. I was like, just you wait. Right. Now, the thing is, is that if we are to accept because two things cannot be true. You know what I mean? But if we are to accept that they are serving and protecting the individual or in our, well, let's say in America's case, it's sometimes the Constitution, whatever you think that it is, then wouldn't they be on your side in this given case? Mm -hmm. It does not appear that they actually are. Mm -hmm. Now, I think you're crazy as hell if you don't think we get a similar reaction if, uh, if, let's say, there was a mass sort of crackdown by way of a demand of whether it be a federal whoever it is, state, local, doesn't matter. And they said, all right, stick them. They do it. They absolutely do it. And there's a, a bunch of people who are, I don't want to use the term brainwashed. I think they're naive because people have this idea that the police officers, same with military folk, they have this idea of who they want them to be, not who they actually are. If there are as many good ones as we'd like to think that they are, if they were serving and protecting you, if there'd be anybody that they'd be dragging and kneeing in the face, it'd be Justin Trudeau. But we sit, sit up here and have to continue to make excuses for that establishment every time they're in error. And we say, well, the mayor's the problem or this person that's in charge of this province is the problem. That's not to rid them or absolve them of the issue. But at the end of the day, I call them what they are. Police officers are the teeth of the state. If true, true though, what he's saying or what what they're saying in Ottawa, it's just words. If the police aren't enforcing them, it's not true. Those flimsy behind that's going to get out there and drag these truckers out of their out of their cars or the trucks or whatever. It's going to be the police, the same people that you claim serve and protect you. I think the critical error was when we look at who are our general political enemies. And I would agree. And that's the left and how they approach police officers, and they get mad at them for crap that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Mm -hmm. And then just for the sake of being on the opposite side of them, you get a lot of conservatives that take the opposite position, but that doesn't mean that you, you can't sit up here and act as if they're not in error when they are in error, just because the political left. I don't have to ally myself with these crackheads because they go and they're up and <laughs> up and mad because of reasons that have nothing to do with anything. But when they're in error, it should require nothing of you right. to just say, look, you suck. Yeah. And if there are as many good ones as they are, why aren't they on your side? We always have to say, well, they have their hands tied behind their back. We have to look out for them. What about us? Yeah. What about the people that are being forced to be injected or being coerced to be injected with something that they don't want to be injected with? What about them? Why is it always? Well, it's kind of difficult for them. It's difficult for everybody. Just admit that they aren't who you think they are at any at minimum. We have to concede at minimum that that they're not who you think they are. I understand what you want them to be, but they're not that given protector that is there to serve and protect the individual or their rather private property rights. They aren't that. 
They serve who their masters are. And that is the state. I hate that it's like that. I know that I got a bunch of folks. Big folks have heard my music. Oh, I got a, a, a Ken folk that's in jail right now because he's a, he was a police officer. He ended up killing some cat who was actually robbing somebody. You think the person that would do that, that's not when he's in error. But he's in jail even though he wasn't in error. I understand and I empathize with that. But I can't separate my emotions from, or rather I can separate my emotions from what actually exists in this day and given age in reality. You got to go to the clock. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and, and any police officer, and I hear what you're saying, and I know what you're saying. You and I have discussed this many, many times. Yep. And let me tell you, the fa- when I say the foundation is wrong, and those of you in law enforcement, I want you to listen real closely. Before you say, oh, Eric, you know, no, no, listen. Those of you in law enforcement, you know you're not allowed to do the job you want to do. Mm. Those of you who joined for the best reasons, you know that if you do that, you interrupt somebody from robbing somebody and you wind up shooting and kill them. Guess who's going on trial? You. Mm -hmm. You, because the system is faulty. The foundation is faulty. You're not allowed to do that job that you swore to do. Mm -hmm. Because, again, and then you find yourself on the wrong side of constitutional freedoms and and freedom fighters, and you're fighting them, and you you do, you become the, the puppet. See, Justin Trudeau and any other of these world leaders, they're all dictators and none of them are in charge. It's the cabal. It's the puppet masters. It's the ones on the strings. And so they're the ones who are controlling these police police officers and so on. That's their little, they're the puppet master of them. And so cut the strings, folks. If you're in law enforcement, it's time you got to cut the strings. Where we're headed as a culture and as a a society is really bad. Don't be on the wrong side of it. Yeah, please. Uh, All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor Policy Genius. So Look, uh, all of you have uh, someone, I hope, out there who may be relying on your financial support someday. You have children, uh, maybe you have an aging parent, a business partner. Whatever the case may be, oftentimes you forget about life insurance until it is too late. Don't do that. You need life insurance. It will give you peace of mind knowing that if something happens to you, your loved ones will be able to have a financial cushion. for. To, they got to pay for things, right? Uh, the bills go on, and in fact, they get bigger because then not only do they have rent, mortgage, loans, uh, everything like that, they've also got... Uh, funeral costs. And that's really, really expensive. Uh, You may think if you're covered by your job, uh, it's no problem, but that's usually not enough. Most people need up to 10 times more to properly provide for their families. You got to go to Policy Genius. Uh, You'll answer a couple questions about yourself. And um, in those questions, just in minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need. And then you can compare personalized quotes to find your best price. Uh, They've got licensed experts. They will help you understand your options and apply for the right policy. By the way, Policy Genius, they're not the actual insurance company. Company. They work for you, not the insurance companies. They're not going to add extra fees or sell your information. You could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. I've used Policy Genius. I actually just got an email today uh, saying happy one year anniversary with us, Policy Genius. I loved it. It was very, very easy, you guys. You got to go there, policygenius.com. Uh, there's no obligation. You got to go see, get your free life insurance quote, and see how much you could save at policygenius.com. <laughs> wasn't just uh, the trampling with the horses that we just discussed. There were also uh, tear gas canisters being thrown. It was just a really, really disgusting situation. We want to welcome to the program Rebel News reporter Alexa uh, Lavoie. And uh, Lavoie, I'm sorry, Alexa. I, it's, your name is so fancy. It's hard, it's hard for us Americans to pronounce. But, um, but you actually, Alexa, I want, I want to play the video and then I, I, I want to give you a chance to, to really explain what happened here, but there is a video 
from you on the ground of the moment that you get hit with that canister, uh, obviously it sounds very painful. Um, let's play that. So, Alexa, uh, obviously, sounds like it was a really difficult, painful time for you. But I, as I come to understand it, I guess this was not the only thing that they did to you. They were hitting you with a club, and uh, it was because they saw your camera, and they were, do you think they were specifically targeting you because you were filming it? But I was there uh, since the beginning, uh, you know, I, I was just filming a little bit around. I, I was doing a live, so I was explaining a little bit what uh, was happening on the ground to uh, the viewer. And so uh, I was filming a little bit, and uh, I, first of all, I, I was in aggress. Uh, randomly, uh, the, the 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 police came towards me. I was almost at one meter or two, and he hit me two times. So I asked him badge number and his name mm. because obviously I was a reporter. I had my microphone and my press badge on, uh, on my neck. Um, afterwards, um, they always have like a signal when they have they go towards the uh, protester. So that's what happened, and uh, they. They shot the first uh, tear gas and um, one of the guns uh, fall in the ground. And so at this moment, they hit me three times with a wood stick. And um, uh, someone that was next to me saw one of the, the police uh, come towards me with uh, the, the tear gas gun and they point blank uh, or... <laughs> In my legs, in my uh, left legs. Mm, my gosh. Um, and if we could, I think we have a, a picture of the bruise, yeah, that, the, that that tear gas canister left. So, Alexa, I want to ask you, I feel like the Ottawa police were very, um, they were very confusing over the weekend because I feel like when this was going on, they were putting out messages on social media saying that there was no, there were no chemicals being used. Um, but then the reports on the ground was, of course, that these things were happening. So can you, can you clear that up since, let me just, let me just put it this way. I trust you a lot more than I trust the Ottawa police right now. <laughs> But just by example, the first um, day on the Friday uh, at night, they say that no, nobody had been injured and nobody died. Uh, but the horse uh, that hit the, the elderly person uh, mm -hmm. was injured. Uh, so that was the first uh, lie, I would say. Yeah. Uh, afterward, they say that they were not using uh, any uh, chemical products. That's not true because my camera person have a pepper spray and... They used tear gas gun that some of the police say that they should not have used it, especially in the front line where it's surrounded by people that is really dangerous uh, over the people to use it. So, yeah, they used it. They use horse against the people. And I think they don't use to have this kind of crowd of people because we talk about elderly people. A woman and children and uh, men, uh, completely normal citizen. Uh, so this this kind of protester was not the the same kind that probably they used to act on. Mm -hmm. So um, the action was inappropriate, uh, I would say. 
So did you see at any point in time while you were on the ground before the police obviously provoked uh, this situation and it became violent, did you see any sort of violence, any sort of, I mean, I know they're, they're, talk, they're, they're talked about like they're the, new, the insurrectionists of Canada um, and the police keep talking about them like they were being violent, but I didn't see anything like that. So you need to understand the right all the three weeks, um, I saw the police waving at people, yeah, hugging uh, children, hugging other people, uh, helping uh, the protesters, telling that everything is peaceful and not violence. And and now on the Friday around 11, 11.30, uh, a massive uh, resources of police uh, arrived where is the Westin Hotel. They were all in line. Uh, and so some veteran came and protested and they had like all the, the media and they just did a line as the line of the police. So they, they were just ready to stop them to say, why are you, you, you coming here and, and provoke a peaceful protest when nobody has done anything, violence, no disturbance. Bands, so uh, they were just protecting the truck driver because, as you, I don't know if you saw, but they were smashing the window and dragging the uh, truck driver out uh, for be, for arresting them. So uh, it was not the only violence that I saw so far was coming from the the police side and not uh, from the protester. They were telling uh, the police, "We love you. We love you, Samu. If you you doing your job and you 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 doing uh, the order, and some of them have like some." flower in their hand and it, it they, they they were only there for for protecting the people yeah that the, the truck the driver the the children that was around uh, but they, i didn't see see any protester hitting or showing any violence uh um, towards the police, maybe like some people, you know, in the crowd, you have always uh, both sides. Like you have always good, good people, right. and sometimes they have like some people who try to disturb. Um, probably some some of the people have to yell some bad word. Mm -hmm. um, I was not everywhere at them at this moment, but most of what I saw was really, really peaceful and no violence. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I've got two two more quick questions for you. One, I, I'm so curious where you are right now. And two, um, what what is the scene on the ground now like in Ottawa? It's just completely closed down? So the, the rise of fans, a really huge fans all around Wellington Street. Now we have a perimeter of red zone, they call red zone. Mm -hmm. The only people allowed... Uh, in this perimeter to walk freely, it's politician or um, the media paid by the government. Um, same me with my uh, accreditation from uh, Independent Press of Canada. I'm not allowed or they I even not recognize my, my press card saying that I made it up. Um, so if you are in the perimeter and you're not an Ottawa citizen, you need to leave right now mm -hmm. or you will be arrested and some of them had so much difficulty to reach back their hotel to just take their thing to leave the place so now i'm uh, in the suburb of ottawa uh, because some of the trucker have been uh, on other point uh, um, some gathering point and so i know that the police are 
looking for them <laughs> and so i know that some of the place that they have been parked the police show and ask them to leave immediately or they will be arrested wow uh, well, Alexa, we really, really appreciate you sharing your story. I'm so sorry that that happened to you, but you know what? I, we're just so fortunate to have journalists, reporters who are willing to go be there on the ground documenting this because, uh, as I know you know, we can't trust the state-run media to report it yes. accurately. So thank you so, so much, Alexa. Thank you very much for having me uh, today. Thanks. Uh, all right. So before we take a break, we've got to uh, get to our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So if the truckers, this Freedom Convoy, has taught us anything, it is that you are infinitely more powerful when you stick together. you got to stick together. The same goes for supporting businesses that believe in this country and your right to live free. That is why we are proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. Uh, you got to check them out. They offer the same nationwide coverage that all of those major towers do. Like It's 2022, so these are all the same towers and all the carriers share them. It's the same service, the same coverage, and you can get the peace of mind knowing that your money is supporting your right to free speech. They have plans to fit any budget. They've got a 100% U.S.-based customer support team that provides exceptional customer support. But more importantly, for me at least, Patriot Mobile shares your values and they're going to support the same organizations that you are fighting for. So organizations that are fighting for religious freedom, pro-life organizations, and our veteran and first responder heroes. You can go to patriotmobile.com slash news. You'll get free activation with the offer code NEWS. By the way, if you are a veteran or first responder, you will get a discount on top of their already reasonably priced plans. you got to support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values over at patriotmobile.com slash news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. Russian President Vladimir Putin today formally recognized the independence of two Moscow-backed breakaway regions in eastern Ukraine where Russia has been supporting uh, armed separatists in an eight-year conflict. So this was um, obviously seen by all of the world leaders, United States, European allies as a provocation and, uh, you know, probably a pretext to invade Ukraine. Um, and the United States and the European Union both announced sanctions, which I'm, I'm sure Vladimir Putin is really going to care uh, a lot about because he has seemed to be really fearful of Joe Biden so far. Um, for those of you who are not picking up on it, that's total sarcasm. Um, but let's listen to uh, Putin announcing that he is, uh, he is just basically recognizing that these regions are independent much. In this regard, I deem it necessary to make a decision that should have been made long time ago, to immediately recognize the independence and sovereignty of Donetsk People's Republic and Lugansk People's Republic. I actually just want that guy to like talk over everyone because I just really love the way. I'd like to, I'd like to hear it over Kamala Harris. Yeah, I would like to hear it uh, instead of her. So so I want to get your opinion on, on the latest on this, guys, because obviously this is getting uh, closer and closer to an invasion, it looks like. But um, uh, Kamala Harris, look, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, I, not who you want at the helm when things like this are happening because they just seem to continue to screw things up. So uh, Kamala Harris had a back and forth with a reporter over the weekend asking about uh, sanctions at the time. So this was, of course, before Putin announced that he is just basically seeing these particular regions as independent and sovereign. Uh, Kamala Harris just looking like an absolute idiot as the vice president of the United States, really not understanding what in the world she's talking about. Watch. But if you believe Putin has made up his mind, 
What leverage do you really have? Why not put those sanctions in place now? The purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence. But let's also recognize the unique nature of the sanctions that we have outlined. Mm -hmm. These are some of the greatest sanctions, if not the, the, the strongest, like that we've ever issued. As say. I articulated yesterday, greatest sanctions. It, it is directed <laughs> at institutions, in particular financial institutions mm -hmm. and individuals, mm -hmm. and it will exact absolute harm for the Russian economy mm. and their government. But you just but said Putin he... has made up his mind. Do you feel that this threat that has been looming is really going to deter him? Absolutely. We strongly believe. And, and remember also that the uh -huh. sanctions are a product not only of our perspective as the United States, but a shared perspective among our allies. Huh. Okay, so Putin has made up his mind, but, oh, by the way, something that we threaten to do will definitely be a deterrent. Well, how is that possible if he's already made up his mind? The thing that I love about Kamala is that I feel like I can literally see the hamster running in the wheel as she's talking. Like, you can actually yeah. see it. You're like, oh, my God, she is reaching so hard for something to say because she has no clue how she's going to answer this question. That was the best part of Trump. Yeah, you Trump, really can see it. Trump used to do that, but he, 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 he spoke about it. There's only one answer, by the way. No more than that. Only one. Like, when Trump did it, it was like, it's, it sounded more confident. Yeah. Because he'd be like, oh, it's the greatest, the best there's ever. Like, <laughs> Quite honestly, I don't know if you realize this yeah. or not, but it's going to be fantastic. This invasion's going to be incredible. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be the best invasion you've ever seen, yeah. quite honestly. It's like, <laughs> when he did it, it was a certain sort of confidence with her. She's nervous and she looks stupid with that daggum well, mask. Yeah. Well, okay, so you can't cackle and laugh about a Ukraine uh, yeah. invasion. Right. Right. So right. she's got nothing to fall on. Yeah. So hence it makes her nervousness that much more. Mm-hmm. But, good, I mean, kudos on that, uh, you know, at least there was a reporter that wasn't being spoon-fed the questions. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. on Saturday, the, the invasion is inevitable, but on Sunday, we can deter the invasion. Which is it? Right. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like, what do you, what's the point here? You don't know what you're talking about. Right, right. You're just making stuff up. Well, and that, by that point, it's like, well, isn't it too late? Yeah. Like you wait until they invade, and then people get hurt and, you know, yeah. killed, and now you're like, eh, I think we'll do a sanction. Yeah, I don't know what's going to come of this because, you know, I guess the whole idea and what they're fearful of is that Putin acknowledges these areas or regions as sovereign, right? Right. So it will then inevitably, I guess this is how they're looking at it. I don't know if I look at it like that, but they will inevitably, let's say, invade because of said conflict because they're going to say, all right, well, you're not acknowledging this area as sovereign. So here we come. Right, which is it is technically part of Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. So it's going to be interesting to see what what certainly happens of this. But you know, I hate for you know this, this sort of talk with Russia. So it seems like we do this with every like twenty years where it gets hyped up, and sometimes there is like a general physical conflict, and then it's not anymore. Where they talk this whole game and it's always beyond like, OK, we need to be involved in these other countries and their affairs. And the whole idea is because, well, this is an ally or we consider them ally because we entered into some defense pact. I don't think most people understand that. Like you wonder why America plays world police so often is because they've entered in with NATO on down and up. It's like so many different defense packs. Why a lot of these countries don't even pay well, you look at some of like uh, Scandinavian countries, they don't even pay for a whole lot of money for their like uh, general protection because they depend on the U.S. in the event that it hits the, hit mm -hmm. the, hits the fan. Mm -hmm. As much as those, you know, their media or whatever like the rag on America all day long, they show enough depend on them in the event something like this happens. 
But I think what the American people have to understand, because it's going to get dicey in the event that, let's say, Russia does get involved in the way that people don't want. It's going to get dicey. Are you willing to enter in yet another foreign foreign affair that has, let's say, not much to do with us at all? Um, and are you willing to send your children off to fight fight such a war? Because remember, it wouldn't be ours; it'd be our allies' war. It, it does. It does also make you wonder too how much uh, of this is due to the United States fanning the flames. Because we've seen, well, lately, I guess I should say more specifically, the latest is that the United States says that there is a, a, Russia is compiling a list of, um, you know, people that need to be killed or sent to camps following their invasion, uh, dissidents, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But previous to that, the United States kept saying, well, hold on, we no, Russia's, Russia's about to invade. They're going to invade today. And then they're like, wait yeah, a second. It, no, they they're going to invade today. And it's like, okay, guys, you guys are pushing for this. And now Putin's like, well, now I can't not invade because <laughs> it's going to make it look like I'm weak and I'm backing off. So now they I, I exactly mean, you got to wonder. It really, I mean, truly. But, but, to what end? Because at the end of the day, does, does the Biden administration actually think this is going to somehow make him look good to his base? Well, there's money in it. Yeah, that's you what know. all wars are yeah. for the most part. I mean, and, and definitely you look at the conflicts and certainly the Middle East has been the same thing. It's like they talk up a game and then they justify their own individual involvement. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, what I think is going to be different from times in the past is that with this, the era of social media and connectivity, I think really you're seeing a populace that is really over this, this war crap. And that whole 9-11 thing, I don't think they can do, they can pull that crap off again as in regards to, okay, <laughs> these guys are our political enemies because we're telling you they're our political right. enemies and then we're going to go invade the wrong country just for the sake of uh, uh, <laughs> uh, doing it. They can't pull that off um, like they can before. So to your point, I don't think it's about their base at all because I don't think their base is going to be winning. They may like try to look the other way, but mm -hmm. I don't think their base is going to be up for yeah. this. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Novo. So, uh, look, you business owners out there, you're making something new with your business to support you in that. Novo built a new kind of business checking. They are really, really simple business checking. Uh, unlike the traditional banking model, by the way, Novo has no minimum balances, no transaction limits, no hidden fees. And by the way, instead of of a one-size-fits-all approach that you're going to get from these big places. Novo is customized to your business. They're going to save you time. They're going to free up cash flow. Uh, they've got seamless integrations to Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks, uh, and more. you got to sign up for Novo for free. Join the community of over 150,000 fearless small businesses who have found the customizable business checking solution that admires their brave. you got to sign up right now at novo.co slash why. By the way, news and why it matters. Listeners and viewers get access to over 5,000 in perks and discounts. you got to go there. It is novo.co slash why. Uh, just to let you know, Novo Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services are provided by Middlesex Federal Savings. FA member FDIC terms and conditions do apply. I want to talk about, you know, we discussed earlier in the program with Alexa, the idea of like state run media. She mentioned that only the state run, uh, the state funded media had access to uh, the perimeter 
that you would want to have access to to see what's going on. Well, California Governor Gavin Newsom uh, mentioned Fox News, OAN and Newsmax. They, he called them propaganda networks and uh, said, forgive me for being so pointed and candid. People are quite literally losing their lives. Uh, and he said that he is uh, announcing a state run partnership with media outlets to combat misinformation, I'm sure that that is what it's going to be doing. It's not going to be the actual misinformation. When in history, or I don't know, in other dictatorships, other countries, have we seen when the state controls the media that the actual truth doesn't get out? That never happens. Ain't that some. That never happens. <laughs> wouldn't be in China, wouldn't be in North Korea, wouldn't be anywhere else. Well, don't forget, Justin Trudeau did say that the one country he does admire is, is China. Yes, yes. Well, you know, these guys, these dictators, they stick. You know, why don't these guys ever wake up and realize that they wind up in the dustbin of history? You know, that they, they, their, their regime always ends violently. Mm -hmm. Like, it's never good for them. Mm -hmm. But again, they don't have any balls swinging, so they got to try to fill that void with that machismo that doesn't exist with dictatorial power. Mm -hmm. Because, I don't know, maybe they couldn't, I can't say what I was going to say, what they <laughs> couldn't get in high school, but you know. <laughs> I, these guys are used to being bullies their entire uh, bullied, and so now they're bullies. I, I don't know, you know. Hurt people hurt. Just remember that, church. Hurt people hurt people. <laughs> Eric. Yeah, state-run media, and you know, this term misinformation is the latest buzz mm -hmm. term. Uh, one of those that nobody ever used, like, ever. And then all of a sudden, everybody started using the term uh, misinformation. And it always seems to uh, line up with what they don't want you to talk right. about is the yeah. uh, misinformation hell. In some cases, if you ask me, back-to-back -back YouTube strike winning champ, uh, you can quote <laughs> them themselves. And they'll still call that medical misinformation because you, I don't know, acknowledge the statistical reality of what's existing. Well, that's what they said yesterday, Eric. Yeah. Not today. <laughs> and then well, it didn't have to change because right. the science is how it works. Right. You know? right. Well, right. and YouTube has already come out. Their CEOs come out now with a statement talking about that's how true. they're going to start penalizing. Um, uh, what was it? It wasn't misinformation. It was another thing that was harmful information. Oh. Harmful information. <laughs> so great. they're going to sit in judgment on what's harmful. What's harmful to your feelings or to your Yeah, what are we hurting? Are we worried about hurting feelings? <laughs> I, I hurt feelings all day long. I mean, that's what I do for a living. But that's what they purposefully do is, like, they want it to be, like, intentionally vague. Yeah. Stuff that they could just so change can, information yep. just right on the whim and then just criminalize you. They, they do not want it. you being specific. Right. You're right about that, Eric. They do not want you being specific, descriptive, creative. They don't want you to tell jokes. There's no tongue in cheek, no place for humor, no place for hyperbole, none of that. Mm -hmm. uh, I, and by the way, just as an update, as we've been sitting here taping this show, I will let you know that the first thing this morning, 7 a.m., when I found out about my ban for harmful information on Facebook, seven days from an election, that... Uh, that normally when I send my meta representatives, mm. they respond right back with mm -hmm. a solution. It's now been 10 hours, oh. and I've not received a single response from them. So speaking of a state uh, state <laughs> partnership with media, I guess, That's I think maybe Governor Abbott could respond about but that. see, this has been the, the, right. the case that I've been making, hold on, right? Hold on, hold on, hold that thought. I want to take a break, and I want to let you say yeah, that yeah, after yeah. the break. All right, we'll be right back. All right, Eric, we got about a minute. I'm no, I was saying, look, guys, if there's a point of attack when it comes to these big mega corporate entities, it's the fact that a lot of them are working with state 
uh, and even local government, some even in the federal government. A lot of it is tied to subsidies. And I'm not talking tax breaks like these guys are getting getting laced up. Attack that Mm -hmm. and then watch their tune start to change. Guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, Well, I want you. Are you going out of town? Later this week, are you just going to be everywhere? Are you going to be here? I'm everywhere. Uh, we've got a fundraiser on Wednesday night in Dublin, Texas, a fundraiser Sunday night in Katy, Texas. Pretty much the campaign events themselves, there's hodgepodge here and there around the state. Okay, okay, okay. Um, they can find out at prather2022.com okay. or beto22.com. <laughs> By the way, I did. Still ask, comes to me. We asked, uh, we asked if Beto would come on the show. I don't think that he has responded yet he won't i'll just keep looking though in my inbox he's still looking for my ar-15 is he yeah yeah i don't think he's gonna find it i don't think he's gonna find it uh but i was gonna say give us an update if you do hear from facebook we'd love to we'd love to let the audience know uh thank you gentlemen of course chad prather make sure that you check him out prather2022.com eric july for canon's sake on youtube stream and subscribe to more blaze media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts